I'm out here on my back porch with a friend that I don't even know what to, I don't even know how to describe this friend. Mm. Like, I cooked him dinner earlier, and, and he he said that... It was delicious. He, it was delicious, but he said something else when I, when I said something that he said he felt special. And I'm like, you are a really special friend, but Mr. Avery Harvey... In the building or outside... <laughs> Of the building. We outside. If y'all know me, y'all know I prefer to be outside. If I can be, I love nature. So, Mr. Avery Harvey, I want you to just to give a quick, like, 30-second introduction of yourself um, that you would want the listeners to just a generic knowledge of you. I'm going to try to be as basic and generic as possible. So, I am a male. I am around five foot eight. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. Um, So, born and raised in a... Motor City, Detroit, Michigan, for all, the, all those who don't know. Um, I, 37, I think. Um, been out here in North Carolina. You, you know you like past 30 Good when you night. have to say, when I you, think. Yeah, when you think, I, I was trying to count how old I was the other day. But yeah, so, i uh, just been in North Carolina for several years. It's my second home. I love it down here. Um, married. Got two beautiful kids. Um, I don't know how basic can I get? Um, I seem like all the basic stuff. That's that's <laughs> good and basic. And so I met you. We worked, we worked together. Kinda. And um, I guess you kind of work. I know. Because at the t- at the time it wasn't work. It was more like man, this is like it wasn't work. It was. You know. It was just like we were we were doing life together. Yeah, there you go. And and you fulfilling go. purpose and and pouring into um, teenagers' lives and and adults' lives. Like you know, because yeah. we worked at a gym and then also with a ministry that that mentored and discipled young men. So I couldn't be the the person that influenced young men as much as a man like yourself could be but I learned so much from you in just a few <laughs> a few months of of working alongside you but we have remained friends and so that bond is just is deeper mm-hmm. and I appreciate your friendship and I appreciate you just being a part of of this episode of the podcast and what being willing to talk and uh I am going to have you back and we're going to talk about a lot of things, but for (laughs) I know like if I cook you dinner every time and invite you (laughs) on my back porch, I mean, who wouldn't want to come? Good night. If you, man, look, I know. See, I'm setting a really horrible precedent. Probably so. Because (laughs) if, if, if every guest speaker gets word that I'm cooking dinner for them. Okay, we might have to edit this out, but that's fine. That's fine. We want, we we just might leave maybe, that maybe part out. Maybe a snack, maybe a snack, right? Some chips or something. I know, you know. this but is just like fun and conversation. This is fun. So we haven't even really got started yet, and it's already fun. I know, it's already fun. One of the first things that really stuck out to me about you, and I've told you this before, is that you like something. Something leapt inside of me when I realized that there was another adult that just felt like a kid that just managed to keep getting older but refused to grow up. I dang refuse. That should be a never never land. Right. I don't want to grow up. Dang on it. <laughs> so, so you, you to me, I, I mean, like myself, like I just, I don't mind getting older. Like I'm gonna be 30 this year. It's a, it's a big deal. Like I'm actually not dreading it at all. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. But, um, but obviously, like we're adults now but we still want to be a kid mm-hmm. like we still want to be a big kid uh and the the interesting thing is that you now have not one but two kids 
of your own. Y'all come help me raise these right. kids. <laughs> and this is, he has a, a son and a daughter, people. Yeah. Uh, the, the little girl, Cameron Rose, was just born, like, I don't, I mean, she's not even a year old. No, not yet. Uh, hang on, that, that's, that's the other boy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on, what's her birthday? Uh, November. Wow. Fourth. There you go. You you would think you'd have like twelve kids for yeah, but it's okay. It's the gray you hair. probably feel it, it is. I got gray hair too. I feel you. At thirty, bro, I had it as soon as I became a youth pastor at twenty one. Oh my god, you beat me. <laughs> Seriously though, and I can't get rid of it. It's fine. So I just dye it gray and blonde Don't and dye white it. and all that stuff. Don't die. Don't I do, do it. though. I do, but oh. it. Like it shows up really well in your beard, though. Wow, I am seriously looking at your beard, and I just noticed yeah, like salt and pepper, right? Salt and pepper, and you are not gonna dye it. You dang right. No, you gonna you leave right. it. Sport my salt that's and pepper. Right. That's wisdom. <laughs> season, <Sport>. season wisdom. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Oh my gosh! All right, so I want you to to just to just maybe tell me because, in case anybody doesn't know, most people who know me know that I do not have children of my own I do have uh, there's a lot of children in my life I feel like literally everybody in my life all my friends uh, my sister everybody has kids so I feel like I'm just like the aunt to everybody but I am not a mom and so I want to know from one big kid to another how has how has being a parent and becoming a parent especially now that you've got um, a son and a daughter how has that like changed your your perspective and like your um I mean I don't know like your drive for life and just your spontaneity I feel right, right. you're still pretty spontaneous but I know that obviously becoming a parent yeah. you know getting married those kind of things like they change you so <laughs> tell me how that is all right so um just to go back a little bit um I grew up without my father around like I thought he should be um he was somewhat in the picture for 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 the most part, but but then again he wasn't. Um, him and my mom's got divorced. <clears throat> probably I think when I was seven. I think it was. I think that's what the story was. When I was seven, um, they got divorced, and he just wasn't he just wasn't present. So I grew up pretty much without my dad. Um, we didn't do the whole catching ball type thing. A lot of birthdays went by and there was no dad there and um, a lot of things like that a lot of a lot of the Cosby show type dad and son moments I never had that um, so I know I remember as I grew up as I started to grow up and I started you know maybe thinking about my future and thinking about kids and getting married and all that stuff I always wanted a son first that was like my prayer um, I always just kind of wanted to give that peace to my son that I felt like I didn't have mm-hmm. so I know initially when I found out that I was about to have a boy <laughs> oh my god when I tell you I've had a lot of prayers answered and of course a lot of prayers not answered but mm-hmm. that was one that I know first of all that God heard me and he answered and then two yeah. that man I, I was like okay this is my chance like this is excuse me this is an opportunity for me to be that that I didn't have mm-hmm. and so having Jameson was just truly an amazing moment in my life and I've always prepared my mind to have a son because 
when you have a kid, they change you anyway. You know what I'm saying? But me being a father and me being a black male, having a son, mm-hmm. that really gave me that opportunity to raise him in the, in a way that he would be, first of all, a God-fearing man. And second of all, a productive male in society. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of... A, a lot of Males, especially, I see in the in the black community, um, there are several that end up kind of in that that way of life that sometimes they just can't get out of. You know, they just kind of get in that trap. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you think causes that? You know, I don't know. Um, like, or, or maybe a better question would be like, where where do you think that that starts? Like, does it start in the home? Does it start in the school? Does it start in the community? Does it start in society? The nation as a whole? Like, where Like where does it like, really... I honestly think it just depends on the individual. It can start... I mean, because you can have a great home life. Mm-hmm. Or at least decent as it can be. And then your community or your society or... or I mean, it could just be... It really could be anything. Yeah. It just... I think it just depends on that individual and what they're facing. Mm-hmm. I know me growing up... I had some adversity. I don't. I felt like I was truly blessed. I didn't have a lot of adver- adversity like what I've heard other people have. Um, so I felt like I was truly blessed. I mean, I had a mom in my corner that held me down, held us down. I got a brother and a sister. I'm the oldest. My sister's in the middle, and then my brother is the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we moved around a lot, but we had a mom's that was solid. Like, I mean, she took care of everything. If we didn't have it, yeah. dang on it, she worked hard so we could have it. Dang you on know, it. Dang on it. You know, that's, that's, my, you know that's my word. You know? Great hey, use of that word. That's why you got to plug it in. When I it's know. Good, you know. But, yeah, so, you know, we had, if, I'm telling you, if it weren't for my mom's, um, I, I, I honestly don't know where we would be. She she was the one who instilled the faith yeah. of God. And she told, you know, she, you know, so... All that to say that I have this opportunity with my son to kind right. of give him what I didn't have is what I'm getting at. Basically, what I'm getting. So how did how did you know what he needed if you didn't have it yourself? Like if you had never seen it demonstrated? Because it's what I would want. So uh, pretty much how okay. I'm raising him is how I would want. I got you. If I had my father around, like I felt yeah. like he should have been. That's how, kind of how I'm. You know, mm-hmm. navigating this thing called parenthood right. with my son. Can you can you put in the words, or is it just kind of like one of those things where in a situation you're like, well, I know that if if I was his age, then this is what I would want. But like, can you put in the words kind of what you want or what you wanted to have as a young man from a father that you want to give to Jameson? Oh man, you know. And it can be like generic stuff, like, no, well, I mean, <laughs> or you if know. you got specifics, that's cool too. <laughs> That love, um, that mentorship, mm-hmm. um, the encouragement, just the, I try to tell Jameson at least once a day I love him and I'm proud of him. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of that. My mom said a lot of that. Like, she I mean, she loved mm-hmm. the crap out of us. Right. But and does it, from, does it depend on his behavior, whether or not you say that? No. Like, no? that boy, I would love him if, I, it, it wouldn't matter. Right. Now... Of course, we want him to be <laughs> on the right side. Right. But I'm just saying, if he comes home with the report card and it's, you know, if it's less than 
you know, even Hysteric. even average or whatever, you yeah, know, less than less that, than, like, yeah. are you still going to say, like, you oh. love them and you're proud of them? Or are you going to be like, you can do better? Like, I'm just trying to, like, See, gauge, so, like. Okay. Yeah. Good question. Good gauge. <laughs> so, even as, okay, so my son is five. He'll be six this year. So, even as a six-year-old in kindergarten, he just graduated kindergarten. Go, Jay. Yeah. Go, Jay. <laughs> Proud of you, son. I'm so report you. cards are like smiley faces at and this you know point. What I'm they're really not great, <laughs> right? But there are certain things, certain marks he should be hitting at, yeah. a, at, at a kindergarten grade level. So if he's not hitting, and he missed a couple marks. Mm-hmm. So with that, my parenting style, and my wife is a little different, but my parenting style is that I want to encourage him. I want to tell him, "Hey, you did," and, and this is kind of from. Uh, supervisorial, managerial perspective. You know, you always, if you go to an employee and you got an issue with them, you don't want to start off hammering them with the issue. Right. You want to try to give them the good first. So I try to give my son the good, the positive first. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, I love you. You know, that is, you know, whatever. whatever it's whatever always good stuff. to start off with you positive. Start off with the positive. You praise him for whatever, right. even you, though you, you know there's going to be some exactly correction or you know whatever coming behind exactly so i try to curb it that way i try to hit them with the good first and then mm-hmm. tell them all right son so you know these areas right here you know you know you can improve on so that's basically how you know i i didn't i didn't have that you know i didn't have that um that kind of male mm-hmm. like pat on the back situation um, right so yeah, so you, he, you said your father wasn't in the picture at all. Is that right? Ninety-five percent. Okay. And so I mean, it wasn't just that it was a, a negative presence; it was a complete it absence. It was just like an absence. Yeah. Okay. Um, we moved back and forth. I mean, we moved. We were in North Carolina for a little bit. Um, things got challenging, and change was needed, so we had to move. Yeah. Um, and the story goes that my my dad's got family down here, so when him and my mother were married they came to visit some of his people and she loved it and so when the divorce happened and things needed to change this is the first place she felt like she could come to because she she knew some people right and so that's kind of how we got introduced to North Carolina and and then of course when things changed again we had to go back so kind of did like a ping pong thing but it was for our good I learned to Mm -hmm. adapt to change quickly and and things of that nature so those are the type of things that you know as Mm -hmm. I parent I want my son to kind of grasp yeah. hold of so it, it definitely all wasn't a loss right. you know, not having a father around because like I said one of the things that I learned was what I would want to instill in my son now it didn't come at a positive you know I thought it was you know I didn't think mm-hmm. it was the, the positive you know sure. but it, it came nonetheless and I, I feel like these are the things that I can pass to my son the things that I wanted I wanted to play ball with my dad it would have been cool to you know, have my dad. Oh, okay. I got to tell you all this. All right, <laughs> so I got super geeked up when I started planning for my son's room. So like I said, he's five year, five year, five years old. And one of the things that I love is Batman. I love comics. Like Kip said, I'm a, I'm a big old kid. So I love comics, cartoons, video uh-huh. games, everything that a kid probably loves. I love it too. So when I started planning for his room, I actually was excited because he likes Batman and I like Batman. So I'm like, cool. So I made him, I'm, his room is like the Gotham City 
Oh like, my gosh. Like a skyscraper type of background where he's got these big old buildings. And it's Why got haven't the, I seen this? Because I've you, been in your house, but I have not been in not, his room. You have not been upstairs. I'm going to have to go. You got to come time. visit. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, so he has that along his walls, and I did it. I'm pretty cool like that. I'm one of the cool dads. And That's going to be another podcast episode, by the way. Yes. He is super creative, and he's uh, a phenomenal man. artist, and we're going to uh, talk about that too as well. But more anyway. Creative, more creative so. than that, but. But anyway, yeah, so he also had a zip line. Did you know about the zip line? No, in his room? In his room. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. He's got a climber wall that I made out of a pallet, but he had a zip line going from the climber wall to his bunk bed that I made. Man, and Cameron, the little girl, ain't even a year old. What are you going to do for her? You no you set the bar so high I did, but I with Jameson. I, can, I, I think I can surpass that bar. Wow. Um, but, like, what do you do with a girl? You build her a, you know. You know what? See, that's the interesting Just like a thing. house with like a little kitchen I, set. No, I mean, I don't know. No. That's so like generic. That that's so basic. Too generic. Yeah, yeah. It's too basic. Too, too pink-ish like Right. Don't, but, don't be that. Don't uh, be that dad. I'm not going to be that dad. I'm not going to be that dad. But speaking of Cameron, Cameron, I love you. Um, she is seven months old. She'll be eight months, of course, next month. And I tell you what, having a son was awesome. But when we talked about maybe having a second, I knew I wanted it to be a girl. I wanted it to be a girl so bad. And <laughs> I'm telling you, God is good. For those of you, for those of you who don't know, God is phenomenal. He is good. He is wonderful. He is he is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And he does answer prayers. He does. He does. He may not answer every last one of them, but he definitely answers right. them. Because yeah. one of my prayers was that I had a girl. And the reason being, the reason why I wanted a girl, I felt like it was because I had that, I got that love in me that my, my son, I mean, me and him were rough, like, kind of like, you know, ah, oh, that's my boy, that's like, yeah. ah, you know, oh, hit your chest. Like. <laughs> but I feel like having a girl brings out that other side of me that having a boy wouldn't have brought out because I had no reason to really be I'm going to use the word that I really don't like using soft that's the bad word that's 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 like a cursor where's the the toothpaste where's the mouthwash hashtag daddy of daughter okay here we go but I'm telling you like I got it I got geeked up tea parties like playing dress up like it's this, a whole different world. It's ain't a it? different. It's a different ball game. Now look, people, I watch a lot of movies. That's probably one of my. I you know that is Kiff one other thing. Tell you, I've got, never seen a more. I'm a collector. Oh my gosh! Like I don't even know. Just six hundred plus. A big. A, I've never seen a bigger DVD collection, Blu-ray, whatever it is, like in my life. I'm gonna tell you what inspired. It's me. It's ridiculous. One of the things that inspired me. And she may or may not listen, but I had a friend, her name is Keisha. Her dad was a truck driver. He collected movies. And, well, okay, I don't know that he collected movies, but I do remember her telling me a long time ago that she, or he would, he, when he went on the road or whatever, they, he, he would just bring back DVDs, he would bring back movies. I mean, I guess they, that's uh-huh. what they did. So I remember borrowing a DVD one time, and that, that was probably like one of the things that was just like... We don't normally do this, but <laughs> but I was so inspired by the collection. She wow. was such a good friend, Keisha. You, hey, 
awesome. But yeah, so I was inspired by that moment. Like, man, I want to have DVDs. Like, I want a collection. Like, this is my thing uh-huh. now. And uh, it's been growing ever since. I know me and my brother had a competition, and you know, I kind of blew him out the water. But that's kind of what inspired that. Why did we start talking about that? Oh, because I was talking about <laughs> my movie collection. This is okay. why I love this. This yeah. is awesome. But um, but yeah. So I mean, just camera bringing out that softer side of me. Um, you know, doing like tea parties and you know. Oh, that's why I was talking about that because I used to, I watch movies and mm-hmm. when you see the daddy daughter in the mm. movies, that's like. It's like that moment, like you just like, oh, yeah. look at that relationship. It's not like a father son. It is. I it's mean, different. your dad is one of like the coolest people I know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know. your dad is cool. I wish I could watch ball games with him. Like he's he's that cool. He's a Tar Heels fan too. Go Tar Heels. Like, and I'm a tomboy, so he didn't have a boy of his own, but I was the closest thing. So, but he he's a daddy of daughters. I mean, and he's still. I mean, he can still like you know he can be rough sometimes, but he's just not normally. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. But I mean, it's so cool about that, though, right? Like, it's so, yeah. it's so cool. It's so awesome. To it's have very that. tender. I think I would probably rather have that. Yeah. Than, than a more like rugged kind of rough, because there's, harsh, you know, whatever it is, like right. that would be the opposite of soft. Yeah, I feel like there's an understanding. Like, I feel like that's what I'm gonna have, and I hope and pray that I have with my daughters, like that mm-hmm. understanding. Like, daddy's got your back. Yeah. Daddy ain't gonna never leave you. Daddy gonna be here with you, like no matter what you go through. You gonna go through heartbreak. Right. You gonna go through sad times. You gonna go probably through people maybe putting you down, talking about you, whatever. You gonna go through different phases of life. I feel like my son, he gonna be tough. Like I feel like he, if he's gonna be like, I feel like he's gonna be like me. Like mm-hmm. when I grew up and going through high school or, or middle school, high school, you know, I kind of just fit in. Right. I fit in with the jocks. I fit in with the quote-unquote geeks i kind of <laughs> fit in with just the i mean i kind of was that guy that just yeah. kind of could float i never was one thing and i mean i, I kind of floated that's just yeah. how i've been through life it's kind of floating i can see that but with her it's like i want her to have that kind of like softness you know i like mm-hmm. I, I look forward to that where you know she says daddy daddy and she just start pouring her heart out to me and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I look forward to being able to encourage her to to lift her up you know and tell her like it's gonna be all right like yeah you know don't let xyz don't let that jerk or whoever whatever it is you know <laughs> right. so don't let them you know because you're beautiful and I mm-hmm. tell my daughter that even now at seven months like oh, you're gorgeous you're beautiful like I try to and I know she probably just like yeah 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 you know but <laughs> But she I feel hears like, it. Yeah. She's, she's soaking it in. I know she is. And that's yeah. that's what I love. So it's definitely different having a daughter. And I'm, well, I'm just enjoying both sides of it. That's, I love that. And I love that you, like, it's already changing kind of, you know, just in your own mind. Like how you um, are dealing with them individually. And I know that she's, I mean, she's not even talking yet, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she might can make she, some sounds, but... Um, yeah, right, yeah. but you know, obviously, when she gets older and she's she's able to talk back and ask questions or you know whatever, how do you see a conversation between? And it could be the exact same question or conversation, or whatever. How do you see that varying between a boy and a girl, between a son and a daughter? Like, 
And I know that it's probably going to be dependent upon the situation. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. So, you know, but do, do you see yourself being the same, like, having the same demeanor? Or do That's, you think that you're going to be a little bit softer, like, when it comes to your daughter? Okay. So, I guess it, this is all right now just kind of, like, trying to anticipate or look forward because right mm-hmm. now like both of them are still young so yeah. I hadn't really had to but these moments are crucial like for you to do a lot of just like instilling yeah. like so you said love yeah. and like the, you know you're their dad and you're going to be proud of them regardless right. and that you love them like and their value is immeasurable yeah so I think I think at the time whenever it comes up because I know it will I think it's just gonna it's gonna depend on the situation it's gonna depend on just whatever that thing is. Now, I have thought about discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, just to touch on that for a second. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> because How's that going to look? Because, you know, now it's like, oh, man, you got a girl. Oh, he's going to be soft. He ain't going to do like he. And I'm telling people, I'm telling you now, people that's listening, if you're listening and you know me, don't come with me. Don't come to me with that, oh, you going to be different stuff. Because here's the thing. Like, I've seen it happen in my family, like, where the the daughter, the girl, she gets away with murder. Matter of fact, I remember a couple instances where my dad was around, Uh and he let her off the hook, my sister being that her. (laughs) Or he, the punishment for her was not, I mean, we ain't gonna even call it a punishment. It was like a little slap on the wrist, you know what I'm saying? But me and my right. brother, oh my gosh, we got the, well, you might as well give us the death sentence, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, for me to discipline my, my my boy and my girl, if if they ended, let's say they did the same offense, let's just say lying, because that's one of the last yeah. things I remember popping my son in for, mm-hmm. is lying. Wow, that's one. I popped him. Look, I raised my hand and I. He did the twitching. He was trying to dodge. He was holding his legs. And I know y'all can't see me, but just imagine like the twitching and the holding the knees. And oh he, my God. he was bracing his. He, ah, ah, ah. Right. And I, I found that opening. You know how you got to find that opening? Yeah. He just, got him one time. And boy, boy, you lie to me. But mm-hmm. let's just use lying as an example. So my boy and my girl both lie to me. Mm-hmm. The discipline is not going to be any different. If I felt if I felt like I needed to pop my son, my daughter is going to get a popping too. Yeah, it's not going to be any, you know. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I don't feel like it's fair to to just because she's a girl, right? That she should get a lighter sentence. I'm not yeah. that kind of disciplinary dad. Like I'm, I'm DD. I'm disciplinary <laughs> dad. You know, it's not going to be that well, way. So, and, and Portia, your wife, mm-hmm. like. I love her. I mean, I, she's 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 a friend of mine too. I want to have her on this podcast as well. Oh so gosh, like, I'm sure. Yeah, she's a. I don't even know what. Like, she's a social worker, and um, my God, she's so smart, and she's just like somebody that I aspire to be like in so many ways. One of the most meek and humble and sweet people you'll ever meet, and just she's a friend to everybody. Um, but y'all have had conversations, I guess, on like disciplinary strategies. Um, that's actually one of the raising. things we really didn't have a discussion. Oh, Ooh. gosh. Well, okay. So, so <laughs> for any other parents of, you know, kids listening, then, you know, you're not alone. If you haven't discussed with your significant other or whatever, 
how to discipline um how to discipline in general but then also like is your discipline going to change depending on if it's a son or a daughter so so okay so you haven't really discussed that so it's i mean i'm guessing that she doesn't mind disciplining it's not going to be like oh just wait till your dad gets home or i don't know you know what it just all depends yeah (laughs) (laughs) to be honest with you i love her i love her but I can't see her being yeah. super um, disciplinary in the way that I see as being like strong and yeah. uh, so that would nine, invoke change. Yeah. <laughs> like, so nine, I think she'd be a little bit more soft. Nine times out of ten, there will probably not be like the the situation will be handled way different than what I would handle it if it yeah. happened to me. Right. Um. I'm kind of a whoop first, ask questions later type. I'm trying uh-huh. to be different, y'all. Don't judge what? me. Now. I'm trying to be different. <laughs> I know always you can't whoop first. I know that. Okay? <laughs> but sometimes y'all parents with kids that uh, had that kid that just, okay, my son is like super energetic. Like, he's mm-hmm. like a boy. Like 100% pure right. grade, grade A choice, grade <laughs> top sirloin steak. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, he is boy. boy. Okay, so y'all know when y'all got that kind of boy, his energy level is freaking through the roof. Okay, he does not know how to be quiet. He does not know how to sit still. So when it's inappropriate for those one of those things or both of those things to happen at the same time, if it does, it's a whirlwind, and your reaction is to whoop first, be quiet, (laughs) sit down, pop. Yeah, you just just kind of it's like an instinct. It's just you just raise your hand. I, I, I mean, it just happens sometimes, and you, you kind of sit back and be like, "Dang it, maybe I shouldn't have hit him like that." But, like, <laughs> like, but you have up. that right. I, I mean, mean you the parent, and then you can always talk to the child later. And actually, what I have learned is when parents actually apologize to their children if they were in the wrong for whatever mm-hmm. reason, that makes such an impact on that child to to be like, "Wow, yeah," like my dad realizes that. You know, he did something maybe out of anger or just in the moment, and he came back. Like, I feel like that I have more respect for my dad in the moments that he's done that rather than feeling like, oh, he just felt like, you know, he was being pushed over or whatever. Those those times have happened. I've I've had to go back to my son, even at five years old, six years old, and apologize. Because sometimes it's hard to not act out of that anger. Sometimes they push you to that limit. You get so frustrated sometimes where, and I know I'm not alone. I know there's parents out there who, you know, they, before they think, they react. And that's one of the things that I'm working on. Uh, I feel like God is working on my heart because I don't feel like God is that way towards us. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's, he's very patient with us, you know, and we don't, he, we got that grace. Like he gives us so much grace. We don't get that what we should probably get right there in that moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. probably like I know I do some things that I feel like like God, like you probably should have whipped me long. Like you probably should have whipped me as soon as you Yeah. If you, what do you see in me, God, that like you're showing me this great and like I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like so it's like I'm trying to be that same way towards my son and I try to step back and think about what I'm doing or what how I'm gonna react first before I react. And it's been, it's been working. I got a long way to go, y'all. So y'all be praying for me because I got a long way to go. But I feel like it's more productive 
and it helps our relationship out if I don't always have to apologize for that popping or that whooping that probably shouldn't have happened right off the gate like yeah. maybe afterwards you know <laughs> maybe but so yeah y'all I'm working on it but yeah so um, I'm trying to be more of that grace and mercy type dad well I think you're doing a pretty phenomenal job and I oh, think that you. you are um you know that you have a good a good outlook on on what you want to be as a father and um and you know and how you want your children to be and that's not to say that you're trying to put them in a box or trying to like you know go ahead and 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 just call it that one's going to be a baseball player one's going to be an entertainer or a singer you know whatever like you're not you're not raising them in that kind of way but I believe that you're just raising them to be like just to know that they're loved and that they have a father a physical present father that loves them and is there regardless and is proud of them and so that's I mean that's powerful and like I said I'm not a parent so I don't know but I I I find that just in my conversations with people that are close to me that have kids like I don't know. I feel like that I could almost give parenting advice sometimes, like just based on like, you know, how, what I'm seeing. And I was a preschool teacher for a few years. So that was, yeah. So it like in Guilford County. So, I mean, I taught kids with autism and, um, so I had them, you know, for eight hours a day, which is sometimes more than the parents had them like during the day, except for the weekends, of course. But, um, you know, but I learned a lot of strategies and, uh, there's just a lot that we can, that we can learn from each other in different points of view that we can see and so and with kids with autism I mean it seemed like you would have to really have some patience really have some grace and mercy because they necessarily may not be able to help I don't I mean I don't know a lot about autism but that don't seem like anything that they could help like you know what I'm saying right it's one of those things that that that's them like it's it's you're right and that's why like I mean in the school system you have an IEP because it's an individualized education Mm -hmm. plan and so something that I feel like that every child and every adult as well can learn from somebody that has special needs or where they need something that is more like specialized for them individually is that we have to understand that we're all individuals like even if you have another son or another daughter you're not going to be able to treat two sons or two daughters the same Same. Um, just like you can't treat a son or daughter the same you can't treat two human beings the same that may have, that may, you know, look on the outside the same, like, you know, j- just from our point of view. So, I mean, it, we, we do learn a lot just from having conversations and learning everything from how we want kids to feel uh, growing up. And, I mean, I I don't know what it would be like right now to... to have a child and to raise a child in this world that we are living in right now because it's it's crazy like I don't even know a word to say to describe how how crazy this world is right now but do you have any like any fears any concerns whatever about raising your children in I mean it's it's 2020 in the middle of freaking COVID or I guess we're not in the middle anymore we're kind of on the I hope you're on the back end. Hopefully, of this <laughs> I know. Virus. Yeah, but I mean, we got—I mean, you got protests going on where people are supposed to be social distancing and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're still wearing a mask, whatever. But like, what are some? I mean, what are some concerns that you have about parenting your kids right now? You know what? And this is the honest truth. 
I have none. Wow. I have not one fear because I know that one I serve a God who is mightier than wow. all. Yeah. And I know he's going to give. He wouldn't. I, I don't think he would have blessed us with these two beautiful kids if he didn't think we could have them. Mm-hmm. If he didn't already equip us with what we needed to raise them, mm-hmm. we can't do anything about. Well, I shouldn't say we can't do anything about, but the things that are going on in the world, if we don't have any control over it, then I mean, I mean, we don't have any control over. It. Yeah. Now, I feel like there are certain things that we could be a part of to maybe help certain situations out or whatever the case may be, but to raise our kids in this world of chaos and we have to have faith we got to trust sure. we can't be fearful you know coming um, from that the ministry that we're a part of you know they mm-hmm. second timothy one right right second timothy one um for god didn't give us the spirit of fear but of power love and self-control yeah you know so i feel like if we do what we can do if we do, I mean, within our limitations, um, if we raise our kids the best we can, mm-hmm. I mean, if we put God first, if we're doing all the things that we know how to do, if they go out in the world and make their choice, that love is still going to be there. We're still going to love our kids regardless. Um, are we going to disown them? No. We're not going to disown them. We're going to continue to pray for them if they make a bad choice. I mean, because we've all made bad choices. We've all done things that we wish we could take back or not have done. Um, We have to let them make their choices. You know, we have to let them because that's how we had to learn. We had to grow and learn from our mistakes, or at least we should have learned from our mistakes. So we can't shelter them. We can't. I feel bad for the kids who have these parents, and I'm not downplaying these parents, but I mean, I feel bad that these there are kids out here who are sheltered, who are in this box because of what are what's going on in the world, and they try to protect mm-hmm. that, and they try to keep that right there in that box. And it's yeah. like, well, how is your kid gonna ever learn? if they never have those experiences. I mean, because mm-hmm. I fully expect. Now, do I want it to happen? No. I don't want my kids to go out there and, and have to dabble. I pray and hope that they listen to mom and dad and not make those same mistakes mom and dad make. Like, yeah. look and read and listen. There are people making plenty of mistakes already for you. You don't have to do that. <laughs> right. don't, don't try drugs. You see what happened when you try drugs. Don't, don't, yeah. don't. There are people out there who have done drugs and they have fell off the deep end I mean you know what I'm saying stuff like that so but I fully expect that there's probably gonna be one or two things that they may may go out there and do that it's not the right decision we have to learn or we have to love them and we have to try to help them to to see the errors of what what they done like okay look hey you see that wasn't a smart idea Hey, mm-hmm. let's try not to do that next time. I mean, you see what happened. Don't, don't do it now. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you touch the stove and it's hot. Yeah. If I if I told you prior that it's hot and you didn't listen, now you found out that it's hot. Okay, are you going to touch it again? You shouldn't because you know it's hot. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? 
So I'm not fearful at all. I mean, I, I, you know, I have to have trust in God that he's going to, you know, protect. And I mean, it's going to have to be certain things that they're going to have to be allowed to do. Yeah. Or allowed, they're going to have to be able to, to make their own mistakes. I mean, yeah. you know, because how, how else would they learn? So, I mean. And, and your kids are still young. I mean, Jameson is old enough to have, have a conversation with. Right. And I think that he Absolutely. has probably more understanding than we realize, you know, yeah, for oh yeah. somebody He's in kindergarten. Um, so, I mean, it's always good to, to, at least, to at least either already, like, have in mind, you know, what you're going to say when you feel like they, you know, have the understanding to, to talk about, you know, just, just things that are going on in the world, like, you know, what, what, whatever it is, and I have no idea what school is going to look like if we go back this year. Like, oh you know, well, what does it look like when a pandemic has has taken over the entire globe and you got to go back to school with a mask and you have to stay six feet apart? And, you know, who cares if you sneeze in your mask? No, you have to wear your mask, yeah. like, for the rest of the day. Like, you know, or, you know, well, what does it look like when you've got people of all, you know, all different walks of life that are, you know, protesting in streets for injustices that are, you know, that literally are more than just what is publicized in the media. Like, it happens so much more than just what we see. But I just, I can't imagine, I don't think, being a five-year-old. You know, like like you said, like, Jameson, is, is, he'll be six, and um, having access to, like, social media and, and just everything that's broadcasted on the news. And so I appreciate your take on how you're not you're not fearful like you're not going to to shelter them and keep them in a box you're going to expose them to what's going on but you're going to to share truth with them right and i think that's the important thing is it's true mm-hmm. um and we've pointed him in the direction of the word and the word we know is truth and mm-hmm. life like it's it's the truth yeah. like you know and so when and I encouraged my son, I mean, just the other day he said, Dad, can I ask you a question? I said, Jay, you can ask whatever question you want. And so it. we encouraged we encouraged him to ask questions. I mean, during mm-hmm. our devotion time, um, not that we do it every day like we should, but when we do it, That's we awesome. encourage him to ask questions. Like yeah. Jay, ask any question you want. And normally he ask a question. Now he's six, so some of the questions is kinda, you know. Right. But he asked questions, so we're getting in the habit, I feel like, of, dude, ask a question. I want you to ask, because if we don't know, all right, if we, let's go to the Word. Let's let's find it out. Let's try to seek it out. I mean, mm-hmm. if we don't know, let's, let's, let's find it together. But if he doesn't ask, I feel like he, if he doesn't get direction from us, he's going to seek it out in the world. And we already know what the world is going to tell him. Mm-hmm. We already know what the world is going to prepare him we already know what the world's got and what the, the world is going to say. Yeah. So if he's not encouraged to ask questions, ask us questions and we don't take the time to answer or at least help him with those mm-hmm. questions, then he's going to find the answer. And, and I'm going to emphasize what you just said, that he's encouraged oh yeah. to ask questions, meaning you encourage him to ask questions. Like, 
where he doesn't feel fearful or feel like that he's going to be shamed right. or exactly. um, or silenced or whatever if if his question is completely off the wall yeah. or if it's even in some cases like inappropriate right. like you still want him to ask whatever it is that's in, that's on his heart that's in his head like you want him to ask you first right and you and you encourage that that's yep. awesome absolutely because if he doesn't get it from us it's a good chance he's going to go out there and he's going to find a buddy sure. or he's going to find somebody that's not on the right path, who's not focused, whose not attention is focused on God first. He's going to find somebody. Somebody's going to give him an answer. And I don't know that I want my son going anywhere else for an answer that if he yeah. came to me first, that I could answer. And answer in the, in the, in the sense of like, all right, God, like I'm because... I'm going to seek God mm-hmm. to get like, all right, God, my son didn't ask me about sex. Gonna, uh, <laughs> what do I tell him? <laughs> How do I break this to him? Let me, cause it's a little I, early I, for this. You know, it's a little early for this. I don't know if, you know, and I feel like God is going to direct. If it's time, it's time. If it's not, yeah. say, son, it's just, you know. I if really, he's asking about it, I would think it's time because he already at least already knows time. enough. So he's, you like go. you said, he's going to ask somebody gonna, else. So yeah. I think that, that whatever question a child asks if a parent doesn't think that they're ready chances are if they're asking they're that's already ready already ready you're right yeah so, so that's good go. stuff man there you go. well i got two last questions for you and these, oh, are, these are gonna be oh, these are gonna be quick okay and these are unrelated to the topic of conversation right. um, but, I want, but i want but i want to end all of my all of my like episodes with this but okay what is something that you are most grateful for today I awesome. am, yes. 100%. What's her name? Jerry Lowell. That is Jerry Lowell. Jerry Lowell Daniels Harvey, my sweetheart. Wow. Yes, I am probably most grateful for my mom's. Cause like I said before, if it wasn't for my mom's and her faith and her strength and her courage and her boldness and her just God-fearing attitude, I would not be here. And if I was here, I would probably be like not in good shape wow that's powerful <laughs> so though. yes my mom's all right love i love it jerry and- love ya <laughs> you're my boo <laughs> okay my mom's not my boo but you know what i mean I love i'm you. like your I mom's you. name is not tattooed on your hand just in case y'all wondering his wife's it's name wife's is. is tattooed on his hand yes. just in case he ever you know forgets who his real boo is <laughs> if so i this- ever get that dem- whatever it's like so the second question is what is one way that you can improve on being the best you tomorrow one way i can improve on being the best me you know what here lately it would have to be and i, I you know i think throughout this time on the podcast I've mentioned my Lord and Savior but honestly and truthfully spending more time with him will definitely help me to be the best me tomorrow mm-hmm. um, I don't spend as much time with him as I, I know I should um, and especially during these times I feel like I need to go to him more and spend that time with him because I, he's got the answer um, so it would probably, it would probably definitely have to be just spend more time with the Lord, get my, get in that quiet space, mm-hmm. shut off the. Blind. Is that hard to find these days? Yes, it is. So you have to be intentional about it. You have to be intentional. You, you know what? You gotta either wake up earlier, stay up later. Hey, look, you know, 
okay, find so those times when there aren't distractions. I'm going to just say this. I have never wanted to really, because I feel like I shouldn't have to, but I feel like now with everything that's going on, I have to put it on my calendar and schedule that time. Wow. It's like yeah. that meeting. Like, hey, God, right. look, 8 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, whatever time it is, look, I'm yeah. going to be there. You know, because I feel like that shows that intentionality. Like, I'm intentional. Like, I, I want to have this scheduled time with you. And I know he'll be there. Yeah. So I feel like if I do that more, which now you have encouraged me. Like, wow. gonna, I've, I've, <laughs> I got to do it. Because I, I don't want to be the same me today, yeah. tomorrow. If I'm not growing, I'm not getting better. And I don't feel like I'm... If we're not growing, we're dying. We are. Because stagnancy is dying, I believe. I mean, that's, just, that's my opinion. But if we just get to a place where we're just plateauing, we're dying. We, we, I feel so, like, yeah, we always got to be trying to reach higher or get higher. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Yeah, so, yep, so there it is. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to leave mm. with the people? You know what? Just until the next podcast. This Probably is, just in the yeah, because right. I, feel, I, I enjoy this. This is my first time actually being on the podcast. I feel like I'm just so special. <laughs> no, but um, until next time. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Until next time. Sweet. We are out. Thank you guys so much for listening to Church Talks.